0: Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight
1: loss. Are you a lifelong
2: fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts, Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach, at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital Fan Podcast. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. And today we are so excited. We are going to start our Fan of the Month. So we picked a General Hospital Fan for us to interview. And the first one is... Ashley Morgan, and she actually had emailed us talking about like suggesting it. And it's funny because you and I had actually already started kind of talking about it. You know, you had mentioned you really want to talk to more
1: things. Great minds think alike. It's fun to hear how people started and what their favorite stories are. And I think a lot of us got started around that same time, the storyline of Stone and Robin really got all of us people who like to still think that we're 20-something, but unfortunately are around 40 or getting close to that, that we started around that time frame. So yeah, it's interesting to hear their stories. And Ashley was one of those people who, like us, started around that same time. Yeah, so we hope that you enjoy our conversation with Ashley. So hi, welcome,
2: Ashley. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you so much for being our first Fan of the Month interview I know that we've kind of been going back and forth about this for a little while now. You had actually written in to the show and suggested it. And it's funny because Amanda and I had actually been talking about, you know, wanting to connect with other fans on a more Mm -hmm. intimate basis. So, you know, we definitely wanted to thank you so much and have you be our first guest.
0: So that's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I, um, I've been watching General Hospital since I was 13 years old in, um, 1995, November of 95 is, um, when I started watching, it was Robin and Stone's story that got me hooked on, on GH. I actually started watching soap operas like the summer of 95. Like my, I grew up in my, both my grandmother both my grandmothers and my mom grew up I grew up watching CBS soap operas because they all watch CBS soap operas. So, like, when I was 13, during the summer of 95, I started watching, like, all CBS soaps. And then I started middle school that fall, and I met one of my good friends, Lindsay, in middle school, and she watched CBS soaps, too. So we started swapping soap opera magazines, like Soap Opera Digest magazines, and we would talk about them. And as I was, like, reading Soap Digest, I started seeing all the stuff about, like, General Hospital and Robin and Stone. And I'm like, oh, this looks really, really interesting. Like, I think I could, like, really like this story. So I just, like, came home from school one day. It was, like, in November of that year. And I flipped on the TV, like, back to turn to General Hospital. And I just kind of got, like, mesmerized by, like, Robin and Stone's story. And I just, like, fell in love with with General Hospital. So I guess that was like when I started watching and I've been watching ever since. And so, you know, so I i, I love my soap operas. I watch them a lot. Um I'm also I'm a teacher. Um I teach blind and visually impaired kids. And um I've been teaching since this is my mm four ninth year teaching, so I've been teaching for, for nine years, and I love doing that, and um, I love spending time with my family and friends. Um, I have two younger sisters. Both of them have children, so I love spending time with my nieces and nephews, and um, so that's that's a little bit um, about me. I'm also blind, um, so I feel like sometimes that kind of affects how I watch, like, soap operas and how I kind of interpret what goes on since i can't see what goes on and um and that kind of like played into some things throughout the years of of me being a fan so yeah so that's just a little bit about me
2: so has anyone else in your family swapped from cbs to general hospital or
0: um no not really my my mom like went back to work My mom used to watch General General Hospital, actually, in the 80s, like with Duke and Anna and, you know, Frisco and Felicia. And then she stopped watching General Hospital when, when she went back to work when I was, like, 11. So she stopped watching, and then I kind of picked up, you know, coincidentally, where she left off. But then back in 2011, I had to have eye surgery, so I was home from work for six weeks and staying with my parents so I was watching my soaps then and my mom she kind of started watching with me then and was only watching with me while I was home and then kind of stopped but she kind of recognized like some of the the characters and stuff but she doesn't watch anymore my one grandma has passed and the other one's in a nursing home she doesn't watch anymore but I haven't been able to like sway them and I did get my best friend actually watching General Hospital. She started when I started watching because I was, like, telling her about everything. So she started watching it then. <laughs> but um, So I guess I kind of got her into it, but she doesn't watch anymore. So I'm kind of, like, the only one. So I've just, like, taken to – I have, like, a big, like, online, you know, community of, of people who I'll talk to the soap opera about. But, yeah, I know one in my family – watches. I'm the only one, so. Do you mind if
2: we talk a little bit more about what it's like? So have you been blind your entire
0: life, or was it? Yeah, we've been talking about that. That's fine. Um, I was born three months early. Um, at twenty. My mom was 27 weeks along when she had me, and I only weighed two pounds when out. and my lungs were severely, you know, underdeveloped when I was born, so I was on, you know, oxygen and a vent and all that, and um, the doc- the doctors gave me too much oxygen when I was born, and it damaged the retina in my eyes. And so growing up, I had no vision in my right eye, and I had very little vision in my left, where, like, the only way that I could see things if they're really, really big and up close to my face. Like, that was how I was able to see things. So if I was, like, watching TV, I was literally sitting, like, on the floor, like, on top of the TV. Like, I was so, like, super up close to the TV so I could see, like, what was going on. And I could see, like, you know, some things. I could see, like, outlines of, like, people and stuff. And, like, my family and my friends, I could see, like, outlines of, of them. But I couldn't necessarily tell who they were just to, like, look at them. I still had to rely heavily on voice for me to be able to tell, like, you know, who people were. And everything and then like throughout school I used a special machine called a closed circuit television that's like it's a tv screen it's, like, it's the, the size of a tv screen and then it has like a camera built into the monitor and then there's like a floating tray that's a chat to the monitor and I can put like books and papers on the tray and then the print would be magnified onto the screen so that was how I was able to learn how to read and write print. Okay. Um, so I used that machine all through elementary and middle school, high school, and college. Um, and then I started learning Braille when I was 11. So I learned that like in two years. And so then I was like doing Braille and print. So I was like a dual media reader by the time I was 13. And then when I was 11, I learned how to use, my cane so that i could travel independently so so you know so that's how i was able to read the soap opera magazine throughout because i used the cctv to help me read the print so that was how i was able to to read but then um nine years ago i lost the rest of my vision like i went to bed one night being able to see like everything that was normal to me and then i woke up the next day and i couldn't see anything everything was pitch black so that was like on a saturday and i was i moved away from my parents cuz i had my first teaching job so they had to come down to get me where i was living and take me back up to where we lived so i could go to the doctor and by the time they got me to the doctor we found out that i had um glaucoma and that took the rest of my vision so now i see nothing at all so now i'm just Totally blind. I have no light or dark perception or anything like that. It's just it's just total total darkness. So now I just you know use my sense of you know hearing and whatnot to be able to to watch TV. But even when I could see, I still relied really a lot of my hearing to be able to watch TV to hear like what was going on because I I still couldn't see like real real great. And since I've lost the rest of my vision, like I have no idea what anything looks like now. Like the things I could remember, what It looks like now I've I've lost like all those visual memories. So, so yeah, that's that's kind of how how I see, or how I used to see, and now how I see. And isn't there
2: um, something on TVs where they can describe what's going on on the screen?
0: Yes, there is like audio audio description. Like so, Netflix has audio descriptions. So if I'm watching like a show on Netflix, then it'll it'll describe to me what's going on, so I know what's going on. So I'll I'll use that if I'm watching things on on, on um on Netflix. But unfortunately, um not every streaming service has it. Unfortunately, if I'm watching General Hospital, <laughs> that doesn't have it, so I I can't necessarily tell like what's going on. You know, sometimes with, when I'm watching GH, so. Just because
2: I really like compliance stuff, is that out of line with, I mean, shouldn't that be a standard, or is that just really a preference that if, you know, Netflix chooses to have it, but other platforms Um,
0: don't? I, I mean, they're just, they've always been, like, Netflix has always been, like, very accessible, and, um, Hulu is, they keep going, I believe they're supposed to have it, but... They don't make it, like, easy to necessarily get to, where Netflix is very easy to, like, set up, and Hulu is not. So, I mean, you would think that every everyone should have it, but that's not necessarily a requirement to to have it, because you can function without it. You know what I mean? Like, I can still watch tv and find it meaningful if i'm watching something you know whether it's on a streaming surface or just watching tv and not have the audio description it definitely makes it nice but i feel like it's not you know a necessity where i absolutely need it but it definitely makes it nice
2: well i hope that it becomes the standard soon because
0: yeah that would
2: be nice
1: Amanda, guess what time it is? What time is it? It's time for me to pick out my FabFitFun selections. Oh my gosh, you were so excited with the last box. What are you going to get this time? I love
2: FabFitFun, seriously. I've been using it for over a year, and at first I was like, do I really want to, you know, spend money on that? Yes. I know how excited you are. You get over $200 worth of products for only $49.99, and it's once a quarter. That's not bad at all. No, not at all. One of the items that I'm getting in my spring box is a light therapy, anti-wrinkle light. That I've seen them listed other places for well over $100, and that's, that's going to awesome. be included in my box. They also have robes, different lotions, sprays. There's a really cute umbrella on there. Tons of things for you to pick out. You're making me want one. You could go to our website, pure54podcast.com, and just go under the Savings tab and click the Get Offer button under the Fun make sure to use promo code rainbow and you get $10 off your first box. That's a deal. It's amazing. So go check out our website, pure 54 podcast.com and make sure to use promo code rainbow for $10 off your first box. And you're going to love it.
1: Yeah, what has been your favorite resources for your online friend making? Is there a certain Facebook group or Instagram or where do you find most of your um?
0: I do like I use, I'm, I use Twitter a lot, and then I'm also on the General Hospital fans group on Facebook. So, like, if I'm watching GH and, like, I, like, don't understand, like, okay, there's something going on, I don't know what happened, but I know something happened, then I'll usually, like, get on the, the General Hospital fans group on Facebook, and I'll, like, ask, like, what what went on here and, like, you know, give a specific instance as far as what happened in that day's episode and um, ask them, like, what happened, and then someone will usually respond and, like, tell me what had happened if I'm not quite sure about, you know, certain things. Or sometimes, like, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I go a lot by voice, and I know sometimes I am, I just get curious sometimes about like, who does, like, who does, like, what do people look like? Like, because sometimes I just kind of wonder, you know, like, so I haven't really asked that a lot on, that group, but sometimes like on Twitter because I'm on Twitter too. So on Twitter, I'll sometimes ask like, well, "What does this person look like? What does what does that person look like?" Because sometimes I just wonder. Because some people like have really hot voices. Like you know, <laughs> Josh. <laughs> Josh.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: like Josh Wicker, who plays Dave. Like he sounds. He sounds
1: so cute. Like <laughs> he really is. I mean yeah, his voice definitely matches how hot he is. He's, yeah. Toy.
0: He just he just sounds yeah, he just sounds so he just sounds really cute, you know. As an example. <laughs> you know. So I might get on Twitter and like ask those types of questions, but usually the more like drawn out, longer questions that I think like would probably need more of an explanation then I kind of save that for like Facebook and Facebook groups because I can kind of be a little more descriptive and and people can be more descriptive in their comments but then I am on Twitter I kind of I talked to these group of women they all they're all I'm pretty sure most of them are well most of them are older than me and they all grew up like watching General Hospital in the 80s like with Duke and Anna and Robert and Holly and Frisco and Felicia. So we have these viewing parties every week on Twitter. Like on Friday nights we'll watch like a series of videos from like Robert and Holly's story. And we'll like tweet about it. we'll tweet about it. And then Sunday night is Duke Live. And Sunday night we'll do like a series of videos from Duke and Anna's story. And we'll like we'll tweet about it and we'll go back and forth and just and and that's what we do, like every Friday night and every Sunday night you know well we'll do that that's that sort of thing I've been doing that since mm, I think like three years now I've been doing that so so yeah and I, I, I don't even know how I even came across it I think I was just it it came up with my feed I think somehow on Twitter and I'm like oh this looks interesting and I kind of can just came upon it and then they pointed me towards all these YouTube channels that have all that have like all these, you know, complete stories of like Robert and Holly's story and Duke and Anna's story and Frisco and Felicia's. So, um like it's a whole YouTube channel dedicated to all these couples. So so I so I've connected with, with with that community on Twitter and I'll ask them questions, you know, as we're as we're tweeting you know throughout our weeks i'll ask some questions about like you know well, what's going on or what does this person look like if i'm like super curious so i'd probably say i'm most active on on twitter and and facebook so those are the communities that i go to. to give
2: a shout out to
0: the women in your
2: viewing parties and everything
0: um i'm trying to think of their names um there's RHDA8386 she's the one who does like she's the one who's kind of like in charge of like all the Robert and Holly stuff and she has like an amazing Robert and Holly channel that has like their whole entire story on it we use that on Friday nights for our Robert and Holly viewing party and then she also kind of oversees the Duke and Anna um viewing party that we have on Sunday nights as well and then the other Twitter handle, I think it's called Frisco, Frisco and Felicia. Um, I believe that's the Twitter handle. And they have a YouTube channel that has like all of Frisco and Felicia's story, Frisco and Felicia, an, an undying love affair. That's the name of the YouTube channel. So they have that as okay. well. So, Yeah. <laughs>
2: I know that you're a fan of the show, so you know how much I appreciate a good YouTube channel. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're
0: awesome. Oh, they're awesome. I could, like, email you the, the, the links of the YouTube
1: channel. <laughs>
0: they're, they're amazing.
1: I, like, I watch them all the time. So. <laughs> I'm going to have to check out some of the Holly episodes because I think I made people mad when I said she wasn't my favorite person.
0: Oh, I love Holly. I actually got to meet Emma Sams um, last April.
1: And she was so nice. My mom took
0: me to the General Hospital, the Fan, the fan Fantasy event that they like they that they do every so often. Yeah. And they had a they had a um, GH Legends event in Cleveland. I live an hour from Cleveland, and they have a GH Legends event last April. And I got to meet Jackie Zeman, Emma Sam, Leslie Charleston, John J York, Ian Buchanan who sounds really hot, and um, Tristan yeah. Rogers. And, He's hot too, <laughs> he sounds hot too, so, so I got to meet all of them um last April, and that was a lot of fun. They were all so so nice, and it was it was really really cool i enjoyed I enjoyed that a lot, so that was they're so actually was fun. not very
2: far from us, so maybe sometime if we ever get out of this quarantine and they start back up the fan events, you know maybe we'll be able to coordinate where we can all go together.
0: I know that would be fun because my my mom took me to another one before last April. We went um, October of 2018. We went to Cleveland, and that was my first one, October 2018. And we went to Cleveland, and I got to meet um, Lynn Herring, Laura Wright, Eden McCoy, Josh Wicker, Michael Easton, and Roger Howard, And we got to meet them that day. So that was a lot of fun. That was the first one we went to. And I um, I asked my mom, like, can you take me? She's like, yeah, we can go. And so, like, the day of that event in October, I just found out about the GH Legend, Legends event for that next April, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, can we can we maybe go to that one too? I'm like, all my favorite people are gonna be there. Can we can we please go to that one? And she's like, well, we'll see, we'll see how today goes, and then maybe maybe we can. I'm like, okay. So we went that day, and, you know, I was, like, in heaven. Like, I, I don't think I stopped smiling like, until we, like, left, like, the the hotel that day that the event was held in. So it was it was awesome. But when we left, she's like, well, she said, wouldn't it be neat? Like, for my 14th birthday, my parents had got me the General Hospital complete scrapbook. It was, like, this big coffee table book of, like, the history of General Hospital, and it had, like interviews with cast and just, like, story, like, the complete history from, like, 63 all the way up to 95. We both they, have that they book. Got me. <laughs> you have that book? Yep, yeah. we both do. Okay, okay. okay. So, so you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So they got that for me for my birthday. And then when I lost the rest of my sight, I'm like, I can't read my soap opera books anymore because I can't find these anymore. So I was, like, really, really bummed, like, when I lost the rest of my sight, it was like, I can't read my books. So that really upset me. And so then, so I got rid of all of them. I'm like, I told my mom, I said, let's just get rid of them. I can't read them. Just, you know, let's just get rid of them. So then, then, you know, fast forward to October, you know, 2018, when she's like, well, we can go, we can go to the GH Legends in April. And she's like, wouldn't it be fun if they could like sign your book, since like, they're all like in your book? And I'm like, well, I don't have my book anymore. You got rid of my book. And she's like, no, I didn't. She said, I kept it. She said, I'll I'll find it and and we can take it. I know. We can take it so they can sign it for you. I'm like, Okay. I was like I was like near tears. I was like, I didn't think you kept it and she kept it. Like she's like, I didn't want to get rid of it because it it meant a lot to you. So I, you know, so she kept it for me. So so she found my book for me, like, you know, as I got closer to April she was able to she found the book for me and she brought it over to my apartment and I wasn't home at the time and she left it on my on my island in my kitchen and I got home and she texted me and she's like there's something for you on your kitchen and your island in your kitchen go, okay so I went in there and I was I found it and I'm, as soon as my hand touched it it's like oh my gosh that's my book so I like I sat down and I was started crying and I was like flipping through the pages and I'm like that's my book and it felt just like way that I remember it feeling when I was able to read it and everything so so we took it and um my mom and I went through and I like I told her I'm like well you need to mark the page like where, like pictures of everyone are so they could like sign her pages and everything so we like went through and I had her like mark where I wanted like people to sign sign the book so we we went that day and everyone got to sign the book who I met and mm-hmm. now I have the book sitting in my in my study and you know I can't read it anymore but it's still with me and now I have like another nice memory attached to it because you know it has everyone's signatures and who I got to meet last April so that's really special so yeah so now I have the the book back with me so mom is amazing
1: (laughs) I'm trying to think what else we said we wanted to ask I could talk to you all day Ashley you're so sweet oh thank you all your stories are so interesting we haven't done any of the fan weekends yet so I love hearing who everyone's got to meet and how nice they were in person
0: yeah they were all they're all very very nice very very nice is there anyone that you haven't met that you would like to meet i would love 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 to meet tanya walker who used to play olivia jerome oh my gosh i loved olivia jerome like i know she was evil but tanya walker's acting is just she's just so amazing like she just she just plays the character so well and she plays like she plays evil so well, and I just I love watching her. I would love, and I know she's not on General Hospital anymore, but I would just love, love to meet Tanya Walker. I think it would be so amazing to meet her, and I, I really enjoyed when she came back in 2017 as Olivia, and I wish she would come back as Olivia because I feel like there's so much more to her story that they could they could touch upon that they didn't, and they like kind of left some loose ends that I feel like need to be tied up. So, yeah, I would love for Livy to come back and I would love to be able to meet Tanya Walker. I will say that. So, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. And I love that you picked, I don't
2: want to say a lesser known character, but a lesser known character. You know, it's, mm-hmm. would you say, so what would you say your favorite storyline is? Doesn't have to necessarily be her, but, you know,
0: what's your um, overall storyline? Oh, my goodness. I would say, okay, probably my favorite storyline that's going on, like right now, currently in the show. I would say probably everything that's going on with Michael and baby Wiley and, and Willow. Like, I really love Willow. I mean, she's a teacher. So like when she came on, I'm like, Oh, she's a teacher. Like I, I I just felt like a special place in my heart for, for Willow Tate. I just, I love Willow. I don't know. So I'm anxious to see what's going to happen with, with Michael. And I like, if Michael ends up marrying Willow, I, seriously gives me flashbacks of back, like, in, was it 98, 99, when uh-huh. Chloe and Chloe had to marry Ned and uh-huh. Jax had to marry Alexis. Like, that seriously reminds me of that. Um, So, it's like, if Michael and Willow have to get married, like, what does that mean? What's going to happen with Sasha? Like, she's not going to be okay with that, even though she suggested it and, but I don't think that she's going to be fine with it if they end up getting married and then you have poor Chase like he's not fine with any of it so I that's probably like my favorite story story that's going on right now and I like the stuff with Finn Finn and Anna like I I really enjoy Anna too oh Fernando Hughes I'd like to meet Fernando Hughes one day too that'd be fun so yeah but so I see those two stories Finn and Anna and um, everything with michael and willow that's what i like currently and then i would probably say like from back i don't know um earlier i really liked everything with like liz and lucky like when liz and lucky first started dating like i i was a freshman in high school when they like started dating and yeah i like i can remember going to school at my friend's and I, we would talk about Liz and Lucky, so I feel like Liz and Lucky hold, like, a special place in my heart, and then just everything with Robin, just with her dating Jason and all that stuff back then, because I feel like Robin was what drew me into General Hospital when I started watching it, and I just became, like, oh, my gosh, like, I just, I I loved Robin Scorpio, like, and everything that was, like, we linked to Robin Scorpio, like, her parents and everything. So I would say, like, stories with Robin and Jason and then Liz and Lucky, those were my favorites, I think, like, when I was, like, a new fan and kind of going through high school and in college because they were, I feel like they were very present throughout my whole time, like, in high school and college. They were, like, the, the two... The two things that kind of went with me during that period of my, of my life. So, you know, if things were rough. I could turn on General Hospital and there was Liz and Lucky or there was, there was um Robin. So, yeah, those are probably my, my favorites, you know. But then I have all the stuff from like the 80s with Duke and Anna and Robert Holly and Frisco and Felicia, which those are like my three favorite 80s couples. But I just like discovered all that on YouTube. So, you know, but as far as stuff like that, I actually got to watch when it was actually happening. It was everything with Liz and Lucky and Robin and Jason.
1: YouTube's the best. You get lost in that rabbit hole for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> so is there any stories that you wish would have gone differently if you could rewrite them that you would change? Um, I don't, I don't know. Really?
2: Well, you mentioned there's a lot of events well, that they didn't tie up with Olivia. You know, what would...
0: Yeah, like, I guess the whole thing, like, with, with Griffin and, like, being Duke's son and whatnot, I would say just knowing more about, like, where Griffin necessarily came from because it kind of sounds like Olivia kn- knew more about Griffin and, like, where he where he came from. And then Olivia was also linked to, like, Valentine, Valentine and, like, you know, how that all plays out like what does he know what does he have on her you know so I guess mm-hmm. this is having some more closure with with all of that so because so I kind of feel like okay when Olivia left in 1990 when she was shot by her brother like she was totally overdue she had moved on from him he, she was with Colton and 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 she was, was happy with Colton and you know she moved on and then when she comes back in in 2017 she was all hung up and obsessed, like, with Duke again, and she wanted to make a Duke in a jar with, you know, a strand of his hair and bring him bring him back through his hair with his DNA, and she wasn't, she was obsessed with him again. And she wasn't obsessed when when she was killed off in 1990. So, like, yeah, I, I don't quite understand that. So I, I guess if I could rewrite it, like, I would make her return a little differently, because she wasn't hung up on Duke when she left back in the 90s. And she was when she came back.
2: So, yeah. I like that duke in a jar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So if there was one character that you could have dinner with, who would it be?
0: Um, I would say Robin. Definitely Robin.
2: I can't. Oh, who's your favorite pairing of all time?
0: Oh, my gosh. Of all time. I have to pick one. (laughs) That's a really I, hard question. It is I know. Hard,
2: really hard. A, you can name a couple if you want.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. So my favorite pairing of all time, um, Duke and Anna and Robert and Holly. Those are my two favorites of all time, I would say. Aw. And Robin and Stone. They were my first OTP, but that ended tragically. So.
2: It did. I really like Robin with Jason. I –
0: I understand Me too.
2: why she's with Patrick, but I don't feel mm-hmm. like it's ever been what she had with either one of those. You know,
0: I know because Stone, Stone was so special because it was it was her first true like her first love, and if he hadn't died, I think they would have been together. Obviously, something else would have happened to probably bring bring about some angst because it's soap opera. But you know, I I I feel like they would have been like they would have been together. And then, but then I love Jason and Robin because he gave her hope and he gave her a future after Stone had died. And, and I thought that was just, that was so special because he saved her and, and that was sweet, you know, with the whole scene with them being on, on the bridge. And she just felt so helpless because Stone was gone and and Jason finds her on the bridge. And, and so, yeah, I feel like that, that relationship between Robin and, and Jason was just, was special like i really I really enjoyed that after after she lost after she lost stone, and I can remember like when when Robin returned two thousand and five two thousand and six, I can't quite remember, but when she came back after being gone, I kept thinking like before Patrick came about, it's like what are they gonna do with her like are they gonna, they're not gonna put her back with with Jason you know, and then Patrick came in to the picture and you know, like, I like Patrick. I liked Patrick and, and Robin together. But I just felt like there was just, I don't know, I just, I kind of felt like there was just a special spark between Robin and Jason. And and maybe it was because everything that happened with Robin and Stone, but I don't know. I've just, I've always had a special place in my heart for, for Robin and Jason. Because it's almost like they
2: saved each other because she was grieving. Yeah, and then she, they, right. she stuck by him yeah. during
0: it, his And he had his accident and she him. accepted him. Yeah. He accepted, accepted yep. him for who he was when everyone else had a hard time believing that he was no longer Jason Quartermain, and and she she loved him for for you know wanting to be Jason Morgan. So, yeah, I think that's that's what made them so special. So I was bummed when they broke up and she had to move to Paris permanently. So and, everyone yeah. <laughs> goes to Paris. <laughs> I know Paris. Paris is the place to be. I guess if we're gonna leave. <laughs> so. I don't think we have any other questions. Amanda, can you think of?
2: No, I don't think that we have anything else. So is there anything else that you would like to share with us? Um, I don't think so. Is there anything that we can do for our podcast um, for you, you know, like, and for maybe anyone else that might have, I mean, I know you listen to a podcast, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, we, when we describe things, it's because we visually see them. So would there be anything right. that you have a suggestion for us
0: I feel people. like you guys. I feel like you guys are doing a good job. I I can tell you personally, like one of my favorite podcasts that I've listened to of yours has. I love the Valentine's Day episode where you guys talked about like you you know favorite moments and you guys had actually gone back on YouTube and you'd watched the, the the you know favorite Valentine's moments of like that the fans had told you about. You guys were so descriptive. In in that um, in that episode, because I know there were some things. I like, I didn't know that Anna was wearing like that color of whatever. I didn't know that you know she was doing that with her foot when they were watching Robin dance. Like you know, so it's like some of that visual stuff. Like I didn't necessarily know, and then I got all that when I listened to your to your podcast. And I'm like, you know, so you I just love how descriptive you guys are in in talking about about everything. So cause I know. There's there's sometimes like if I watch an episode and you know, I don't think to necessarily go on to like ask anyone about what happened, you guys will cover it in your weekly, um weekly recap. So I just I love how descriptive you guys are whenever you, you do your weekly recaps. So those are helpful too. Well
2: <laughs> so. good, I'm really glad to hear that because, you know, we definitely want to be all inclusive and make sure that mm-hmm. know anyone who watches the show gets a benefit from it so that's that's great to hear if you ever have a suggestion you know please feel free let us know okay
1: is there anything that you want to ask us how long have you guys been watching general hospital um i've kind of been off and on i started faithfully probably around 94 also okay and then i took a break for a little bit as i started having kids and then would come back to it you know kind of like you said just One day you turn it on because there's nothing else going on, and then it gets you hooked right right back again. So, um, but probably faithfully again for like the past 12 years, I would say. Okay. And then kind of the same with me. I mean, I grew up with
2: it always, my mom watched it when I was younger. So they got married October, 1981, which would have been Mm -hmm. a month before Luke and Laura got married, right? Yep. A month. Yep. And they didn't have a TV. And my mom was like, you are getting me a TV because I'm not missing this. <laughs> so she was really dedicated, but then I think she kind of, you know, fell away after having kids and whatnot, mm-hmm. but a friend of mine's mm-hmm. mom watched it. And so when I was in middle school, we would always, my friend and I would walk home from the bus stop. And so I would stop at her house and watch like the past last 15 minutes Had no Mm -hmm. idea what the heck was going on, the rest of it. Would watch it during the summer. But then when I got to high school, I would get home at 2.55. So just in time. Just in time, yep. That would would have been 96. But then kind of the same as Amanda. You know, it's like once started having kids, kind of fell away. And then Mm -hmm. I remember one time that I came back, it was the day that Tony Jones was dying. Okay. And I was like, what happened here? Right. So I got more in sync then and then I think I fell away only for like a year or two Mm um so I mean I would say really consistently probably you know 12 13 years at least Mm -hmm. I always feel like it's probably actually longer than that because 10 years ago to me feels like early 2000s and it wasn't right yeah (laughs) like
0: I it's like it's amazing to me like I think back like how long I've been watching it and it's like, oh my gosh, that was a long, that's, it's been a long time. Like, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to think back, like, okay, what happened during this time? What happened during, like, that time? Because it's an awful long time to be, you know, watching something, and you get a new episode every single day. So, yeah, it's kind of, it's it's amazing when I think about how long we've all been watching it. We've all been watching
1: it for such a long
0: time. So. And,
1: and I, I think that. Amazing. Sorry, the storylines that were going on around 94, 95, because that mm-hmm. was when Karen and Jagger were on and Brenda had first come and, yeah, um, and Robin, those really hooked people around that age. Because I know just the other day yeah. we were doing one of the episodes and I turned on YouTube to catch up on what had happened. Oh, with the Xander stuff the other day. <clears throat> yeah. And my girls are around the same age that I was when I really started watching, and both of them were like, "Wait, who is this? We've never seen this before." And those same mm-hmm. storylines were catching on with them that had right. caught us, you know, back in the day. So we yeah. need a good storyline like that again.
0: Right. I just think it's just something about like if you're young, you're naturally attracted to like someone who's around your same your same age. So like with all the other soap operas I watched too, that was the hooking point for me. It was was always someone who was around my age and then I got hooked on their story and then just everyone else just kind of came into into play with it. So I definitely feel like we we definitely are attracted to those stories or we can maybe relate somewhat to, you know, what's going on or at least someone who's in the same age bracket as us. So, you know, we have some, we can relate somewhere. Right.
2: Yeah. They need to, I mean, we have, Trina Joss, and Cam pretty consistently. Dev should be coming back eventually at some point,
0: yeah, I miss him. Like I like to like Dev. I hope he does come back. boom well, I read somewhere that he
2: was supposed to be written out, and then people kind of complained, and so he'll be back,
0: okay. so he's coming back. That's good. I always kind of thought like Dev would be cute with like, um Trina. I kind of kept going back between Trina. And Jocelyn. I wasn't sure how I'd who i kinda of want him to be paired with, but I always felt like he needed to be paired with with one of those two. I don't know how I feel about Cameron and Trina. I kinda like Cameron and Joss better. So we
2: were rooting for Cameron and Joss for the longest time, but then it kind of just like staled out, I guess. Yeah. I mean they friend zoned at each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but, it's, it'll be inter- interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, they need some
2: college age kids. They that's do. They have like you know Maxie and Lulu are the young adults, and mm-hmm. they're in their thirties.
0: You yeah, know, I know. I feel like they need, they need to bring something else in, but I don't know what. But yeah. Well, this was a lot of fun. We
2: really enjoyed talking to you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun as well. Nice. Yes. Now I need a
1: road trip to Ohio.
2: I know. Right? <laughs> I need a road trip out of my house. I know. That
0: should be have to go anywhere. I I know. I know. Yeah, I'm only a couple hours from you guys. So, when I where I I grew up, actually I grew up in um Toronto, Ohio, which is right along the Ohio River near Steubenville, which okay. isn't far from which isn't far from Pittsburgh at all cuz when I was born, I actually my I had to be life flighted to Mercy Hospital in Pittsburgh, and I spent my first three months in um in Mercy at Mercy because they had a they had a NICU unit, so I was there. So and my eye doctor was in Pittsburgh when we lived down there. So yeah, so I, that's really talked about
2: Mercy Hospital on Monday. Was that Monday's episode or was that last? Yeah,
0: week's
2: it was it was it was last
0: Monday's when you guys referenced <laughs> Mercy <laughs> Hospital. I am like, oh, Mercy <laughs> Hospital. Well, good. There's some good information about a Mercy Hospital. So. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, they yeah Mercy. They did good, me. So you know, <laughs> yeah, it. it was
2: good. It was good. Ashley, thank you again so much for your time and for oh.
0: being a fan of the show. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I really enjoy listening to it,
1: and I'm I'm happy that I could be your first your first fan feature.
2: It's our honor.
1: Thank you. Yes, you're thank awesome. you for all the feedback because I love that you comment on most of our posts on Facebook so oh. we can kind of see what everyone else is thinking. Thank you.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, no problem. All right. Well, we will talk to you later. All right. Take care. Right, you too. Bye. All right. Bye. bye.
1: That was such a great conversation. It was. She was so nice to talk to and. Not only was the general hospital side of it interesting, but just hearing how she listens to it. And I just, I wasn't aware there were so many different things that can help the visually impaired still get the full experience.
2: Right. That was definitely part of my favorite. I mean, it's always fun to hear people and how they liked certain stories. I love that she brought out Olivia Jerome. You know, yes. she definitely had some answers that were. Not the standard, you know?
1: Right, right. And I hadn't thought about the fact that Olivia should have so many answers about Valentine, like now would be the perfect time for her to come back.: It would, especially
2: since, I mean, Julian's got his stuff going on with Brit, but
1: right. you know, not a whole lot else. <laughs> Hopefully those general hospital writers are listening to us and taking all of our suggestions. <laughs> maybe
2: I don't know but yeah I mean I, I thought it was great and I was really glad to hear that her perspective of our podcast is easy for her to follow you know I mean yes right. we are an audio platform however we are talking about a very
1: visual thing yes and sometimes we do get pretty in-depth and I wonder if we get off topic because we get so deep into it so it's nice to know that that's actually helpful it's not just us being us (laughs) right
2: exactly so that was that was really nice to hear but I can't
1: wait to do more of these fan interviews yes I'm excited And she was close to us, right, in Ohio. We can cover the whole map of general hospital fans. We could do one in every state.
2: Oh, there you go. Okay, Okay. so we have Pennsylvania. Well, I guess we don't count ourselves. So we have Ohio covered. Yes. (laughs) Many other choices. So if you're from one of the other states. (laughs) and would like to be featured on our podcast you can actually just go to our website peer54podcast.com there is a form that you can fill out to submit your story to be featured as one of our fans of the month or maybe you want to nominate somebody too maybe you think that we need to talk to your gram
1: yes i would love to get some of those lifetime listeners oh know yeah day the back- one
2: yes that would be if very If you exciting. and someone you know has been watching from day one, we would love to talk to you. We want to talk to everybody, but especially, you know. Yep. Just to get the 57 years. Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> right? That would be like a three part podcast because we have so many questions. Right.
2: So, yeah, just go to our website, peer54podcast.com, and you can submit yourself or submit a friend. I kind of really just want to talk to a gram because I miss talking to my gram about it. So if you have a fun gram that I can talk to, (laughs) can I borrow her? (laughs) So join us on Monday as we do our weekly recap of this week's episodes have a good weekend and we'll meet you at the
1: pier bye bye if you enjoyed today's show we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform don't forget to leave us a review
2: and you can also follow us on many social media channels just search for pier 54 podcast also we are not perfect so if there is something that we missed or messed up Just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.